Hello, hello, hello. You're listening to Batch Signal, the number one podcast in this group, aka your Bachelor podcast favorite podcast. My name is Dylan. I'm one of your co-hosts and I'm joined by my perfect, radiant best friend, Kate, who's looking extra awesome today in her, with her new specs. Uh, not that you can see that, but just so you know, <laughs> as you picture Kate in your mind, picture her with sparkling new glasses that are very, very charming. Um, oh my god i totally lost my train of thought <laughs> and all it's my praise of you it's the glasses they're just they're so distracting um uh kate uh what are we please like set us up for a, a lovely discussion i imagine sure yeah well i think we're gonna talk about uh the pre-hometown week of Tasha's season of the bachelorette mm-hmm a little bit, because I'm guessing, although we haven't talked about it, that you're probably as pissed off by it as I was. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll talk some Housewives of Salt Lake City. But first, I wanted to just like take a second to eulogize Vanderpump Rules. Thank God. I'm so glad that you said that. Um, I was hoping I was hoping that, that we would spend some time on a little postmortem for BPR. Oh, um, my gosh really so, really sad day yeah so i think for listeners dylan do you want to explain yes what you heard what's going on okay so <clears throat> um it seems that so as you know as we know um jackson britney's contracts were not picked up so um so the way that this works it just okay i'm just gonna say mm-hmm look at uh lay out how these the relationship between the network and and the talent um and the production works just for people who don't know so um vpr is i can't remember the name of the production company that produces it uh do you remember okay so bravo is a network um Mm -hmm. they and they air the show vanderpump rules but they don't produce it they contract a production company to produce the show and usually what happens is a production company will pick up a show and then take it to a network and offer it to them and say like you know we'll we'll produce this for you etc etc um and the network basically checks and makes sure that like they can their advertisers can like sell sell the show that's that's generally how it works yeah so um, but the network has the option of whether or not to pick up like the contracts. They, so they contract like this, both the talent. So that would be Jackson, Brittany and the rest of the cast members. And then also, um, like the show loosely with like the production company. Um, so as we know, Jackson, Brittany's contracts were not picked up. So that's what means. So in other words, they were fired. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Additional information that I have have seen out there um, by a pretty good source um, said that not only were Jackson Brittany's contracts not picked up, um, they're also like Bravo basically has decided that they they want they kind of want to start anew and they feel that VPR is sort of I don't know that like the last season was sort of a death rattle and that mm-hmm. they kind of want to start fresh so they're not picking up their contracts of all the other cast members, um, which is maybe not surprising, uh, you know, given kind of how the last season went and given that they, it seems like it's unsure when they'll be able to start filming in any restaurants anywhere, Mm -hmm. um, but particularly not in LA. Um, And 
So what this means for potential Tom's Tom spinoff is that they're, at, at least right now, they're not interested in any kind of restaurant-based show. <clears throat> and the other thing is, and this makes a lot of sense, is that mm-hmm. they don't want a show, they don't want to do like a Tom Tom spinoff, at least probably not at this stage, because it would be with a cast of people that don't know each other. It'd mm-hmm. be all like brand new. As we know, the real charm of VPR was that they all were had been friends for years before mm-hmm. being on this show. And so all these relationships are like very authentic and all, you know, and all that it made all the drama like extra intense. And mm-hmm. I think um made it feel more like reality TV, you know, and I think in some cases the line between like what was being produced in some cases and what wasn't just like genuine genuine like reaction and response um to, you know, these people having like this we're just like watching these friendships actually. Mm-hmm. Um was was something that I, I think set VPR apart from other shows of its particular ilk. So it makes a lot of sense that Bravo would, you know, perhaps recognizing that would go like, this isn't gonna, this wouldn't, Tom Toms wouldn't be VPR, which is what, mm-hmm. presumably they kind of want something more like that. So, um, so they declined to pick up like that concept from like the production company, which pitched it to, um bravo but um but lisa vanderpump is still under contract for another year as an executive producer so in Mm -hmm. theory she could pitch like another show or really what it means is that she can't be the executive producer of like a like let's say this production company pitched um a tom tom spinoff to mtv Mm -hmm. they could do that um but lisa vanderpump couldn't be the executive producer because she's still under contract with bravo Mm mm-hmm so for the next year i think so what that means in essence is like we won't see another we probably won't see another vanderpump based restaurant show for the next two years at least um and (sighs) yeah so um like a knife to the gut yeah yeah (laughs) oh man yeah so let me ask you kate so given all of Given this really sobering news, um, how, what's your how are you feeling about it? What was sort of your response? My first thought, which is like too dramatic and stupid, is like I wish I had known that this was going to be the last season when I was watching the last season. Mm. Like I think I would have appreciated it more or like differently. Like I don't mm-hmm. know because uh, I guess for me, like. VPR like was never gonna be timeless right like it's so found in these relationships and like even last season it was really clear that everyone's kind of like not aging out in the sense that older people can't be on reality tv but it was just like the concept wasn't there anymore like Mm -hmm. they didn't have the new people like clearly these people were like too rich to really have the original feel of the show Mm -hmm. uh so I I guess in my mind though I always figured it would wrap with like a large kumbaya moment of like at the end of the day these friends will always be here for each other mm-hmm. but instead what we got was like <laughs> jack's doom spiral and like his fallout with tom and like that's it mm-hmm. you know it's very like um the hills or like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. girls in that sense it like takes the show from being like about friendship to like really the dissolution of friendships as you grow up yeah and <laughs> It's kind of dark, you know. Yeah, it's re- <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's really sad. Um, 
Man, what does that say about getting older? I mean, we just, I just had a birthday and <laughs> yeah. we just, before we started, we were talking kind of about, I don't know, like aging and stuff. And um, I suppose, ooh, what does that say as you get older, as you get, le- you have less, uh, you have fewer and fewer friends or like the more time you spend with people, the more opportunities you have for these relationships to sort of blow up. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I guess that was something... I just, you know, I think you have like the last season, some of the, one of the questions I kept asking myself is what is holding these people, what is keeping these people together? And it's this show, you know, and like, would they still be friends actually if the show, if they were not contracted, like, you know, contractually obligated to be friends on the show? Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I mean, I I kind of felt like the answer was no. I mean, most of them didn't work at Sur anymore. That was the Mm -hmm. thing that kept them together. You know, this black hole that wouldn't let any of them go. Yeah. And it didn't quite feel the same when, you know, really when Stassi left her then came back and wasn't working at Sur. That was sort of, I think, a big shift. um, Mm -hmm. Because that's when the it became clear that the restaurant was just a symbol you know mm-hmm. um versus again like the the sort of gra- actual ground thing that was grounding the entire you know television show mm-hmm. um and so i you i don't know i just kept I don't know like the whole last season I just kept thinking like I mean you really hate to see this you just really hate to see <laughs> really hate to you see do. them yeah. them kind of it seems like reaching their ceiling and and um losing maybe hope that for that kind of buoyant ending as you were saying you mm-hmm. know where they all sort of I don't know like wish each other like the best of luck Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and and commit to like a um a, fu- a future like <laughs> life with each other <laughs> um, uh versus what we had which is i don't know dare i say like fame and money tearing them apart <laughs> um, yeah you know? i mean actually and like i do think that like the toms will stay friends and like i think mm-hmm. katie and stassi then like via tom schwartz will stay friends mm-hmm. but like Lala's already on another planet. And like, I don't, to me too, like the most interesting tidbit about that from that article was that Jackson Brittany actually already pitched a spinoff and it got passed on because like, of course, you know? Yeah. I, of course it did. I mean, again, Mm -hmm. we we talked about it last week. Uh, Would, you know, Jax can't, Jax needs a support system to mm-hmm. function it can't just be Brittany um because she needs to be sympathetic and she's not sympathetic I mean she's lost all sympathy because she stayed with Jax <laughs> um, yeah well and like her reaction to the being called out for having the homophobic pasture last season was mm-hmm. crazy like yeah it's not great all not great yeah but I don't know for me too it's kind of like also how I felt did you watch the hills Yes, I I watched maybe the first season. It had like there were a couple of seasons, right? I watched maybe the first two seasons, and then I kind of I kind of went on to other to different things. Mm, that's fair. It's like very of a certain time, <laughs> yeah. You know, but I actually watched it for the first time in like two thousand and gosh, like eighteen maybe. 
Oh, okay. And, I watched it when it was airing. And, yeah. And at that time, I, I don't think I, I don't want, I wasn't watching these shows the way that I am now. Uh, <laughs> I was just kind of taking them all in. <laughs> you, <laughs> should, you should do a rewatch. It's like, yeah? great. Yeah. And it's the same um, executive producer that does Selling Sunset, although I don't know if you're crazy about that one, but like, it's interesting to see the comparisons. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, like, watching my experience of watching the hills in 2018 was like darkened by the fact so like you know the big arc kind of is like the dissolution of lauren and heidi's relationship because spencer is an abuser and is isolating heidi from her friends and like turning her against them but like the thread of the show was always like maybe they'll work it out maybe heidi Mm -hmm. will see the light whatever so like watching it in 2018 when you know that Heidi and Spencer just like are fucking still together and are a shit show. <laughs> it's like really fucking dark, you know? Yeah. And I feel like a similar darkness about the ending of VPR and just that mm-hmm. like things aren't gonna go well for Jackson Brittany. Like No. And there's a child involved in it not going well. And it's just like or I guess Brittany's pregnant, but life starts at conception, so <laughs> there is a child involved. Yes, yes. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. It's just, like, hard to feel. And just even the way that everyone, like, Stassi and Kristen were fired, like, it just feels like the show, like, chewed them up and spit them out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, as you were sort of reminding me of the way that this has ended, um, it, Mm -hmm. I'm, it's not that I, I don't really, I don't think that we should, pity them or feel bad for them uh but i mean this was such a i think like big show for bravo and they did Mm -hmm. such great work Mm -hmm. um really like they did i mean they they did yeah they did such amazing work um i guess for themselves but also for this show and Mm -hmm. it just seems like and again like as we've said you know a show that profited off of their bad behavior yeah and it does seem, um, I don't know. It just seems like fucked for me to me that mm-hmm. that they would just say like, okay, well, you you are now like poisonous, like pub, like public relations wise, mm-hmm. and so and sure, maybe that's not the whole story, but that's a big part of it. Yeah. Um, and so oh, sorry, yeah. like, <laughs> see ya. You know, like we're, we're <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like here's a you know, um, thanks for the memories. You know, goodbye. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I just um I don't know. I I wanted I just wanted something a little bit different and, and maybe mm-hmm. something a little bit that like acknowledged more fully like what the what this show has done. Oh, and I guess also and maybe I'm just I don't think you can ever be too like um uh like negative about production or suspicious of production. <laughs> totally. uh, I'm never on their side. Um <laughs> But yeah, I mean, as we're talking about the what has happened to these, what seems like genuinely like close and intimate, you know, friendships well, mm-hmm. with a series of problems, but whatever. Sure. Um, and thinking about the way that this show, and also Lisa Vanderpump, uh, all like it sort of exploited the, this like <laughs> these young beautiful idiots, um, <laughs> uh, and. Um, and created like with them like something that you know has sort of again like I don't know left I guess you said like chewed them up and spit them out I'm just kind of um yeah I'm 
and and thinking about you know we've talked about before the way that like past bachelor contestants have talked about you know mm-hmm. their struggles with mental health like post the show and the absence of the basic absence of any like support system like after you know mm-hmm. the, after they leave the show and they just um yeah you know so I, I guess I'm I'm thinking that there's gotta be I don't know I, I, as I said I just want I wanted there to be something there for these people when yeah. they were done um mm-hmm. And really in the form of, like, a new show that I could watch. Um, <laughs> um, but, or at least, I don't know, just, like, again, like, some acknowledgement of what, what of the service that these people have provided, you know, not in, like, mm-hmm. an overdramatic or kind of sentimental way, but just, like, a straight up, like, hey, thanks, you know, like, yeah. really, th- you know, just thank you, you know, because I guess that's how I do feel about it is like, I thank like, you for your service thank you for your service yeah thank you for <laughs> yeah. your service you know like this this was sort of like I think the best reality tv shows you know mm-hmm. on for a while um and I it just appreciate I like am really grateful for it you know so I guess yeah. that's, that's kind of how I'm feeling a little bit is just a little that this like unceremonious end feels deserve more ceremony I agree, but I'm comforted by the fact that, like, of all of them, Tom Schwartz is going to land on his feet. <laughs> it seems <That's> like <laughs> that chipper bastard. I love him so uh, much. God, <laughs> yeah, I, it, what a testament to his charm. We know we talk about Jax's charm, but man, I mean, it's incredible that he is such a underachieving beta male <laughs> and it's like a bad husband and a so-so friend <laughs> and yet he can paradoxically do no wrong it's you incredible <laughs> i'm honestly shocked that him and katie stayed married like really watching oh watching it the first time like that season where they get married and katie becomes like the apex villain is so fucked and she's so horrible and like <laughs> tom is also horrible obviously yeah. but he's like horrible in that way where he doesn't do confrontation which i guess i just like relate to more than katie's brand of horrible mm-hmm. okay so sure probably just me projecting but like um i was like these these clowns are absolutely fucked and here they are here going they are. strong you know yeah is Katie pregnant? Katie's not pregnant. Mm, no. No. Which is surprising, and then I'm thinking about it. Well, they don't have sex, so I guess I can't be totally surprised. <laughs> <laughs> we can't be super surprised. That's um, true. God, yeah, I forgot that that was the arc of the last season, too, was that they don't have sex. Over, mm-hmm. like, two seasons, I guess, but... Yeah. I, you know, the season where they got married was... It, not only was it sad because it wasn't weird because Katie was an apex villain, seemed to be like living her fantasy out. Um, yeah. But also just that, <laughs> yeah, yeah you, got, you just got the sense that I, I think that was when it started to really, we got into like the dark seasons. It was like, oh my God, <laughs> like they, they, they have, they were hurtling towards, it's like they were hurtling themselves into the sun, which was <laughs> marriage, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no one wanted to pump the brakes because if they stopped for a second they knew it wouldn't happen so it was just like yeah I it, and it was like once yeah it's like once Katie had a taste of power and 
and realized that this season could she could be the center of that season and she was um there was no stopping it was her turn it was literally her turn and there was yeah. no stopping her and shorts um uh, <laughs> gave him an ultimatum jesus <laughs> <laughs> and, and she cried the ring on the string. <laughs> yeah. I, I just thought, oh, you, these. I don't know if I've ever seen two people who hate each other more, who haven't, <laughs> who are not married. Um, and here they are realizing that they have to be married to be on this show, essentially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and here they go. You know, it's just like do, watching them kind of do the calculations about that, like the pros and cons. And God, Katie sending short rage texts, allegedly. But like, it seemed like Ugh. it about yeah. how much she hated him <laughs> on the eve of their wedding. It was just like, oh, oh I forgot. You know, yeah. yeah. The more you remember about that season, it's just like, oh, you know, on the one hand, I am surprised that there's got married, but if you think of everything that happened up till then, totally. it makes sense. Look at how much they ca- they've just absorbed and accepted is a fact of their relationship. Mm-hmm. They've they've accepted True. that being a, like toxic and hating each other, but realizing that they <laughs> that this is it for them, that they can't start. Well, Katie like can't start over, and Schwartz is too lazy, um, mm-hmm. and afraid. Well, and, <laughs> he can't even bartend without having a panic attack. To You're right like, what would he do? <laughs> right. So, uh, God, he went to the therapist behind his. It's, he's like, oh my God. He did so many things. Anyway. <laughs> oh, he did so many things. Um, yeah. So maybe it's not a, a huge shocker uh, mm-hmm. that they're, they're like, it, it's like inertia with them, you know? Like, they just can't. I don't know. I don't know like what what actually breaks them apart. I don't they're almost at like a point of no return <laughs> completely. You know, it just seems it seems like that. Totally. Well, RIP Vanderpump rules. Thank you for your service. Yes, thank you. We, we salute you. <laughs> Badge signal proudly salutes <laughs> the cast of Vanderpump rules. Um, although look like can we just like fuck the bachelorette and talk about housewives for a minute yeah absolutely because katie and lala are gonna be on the next episode of salt lake city <laughs> they're, they're still with us <laughs> oh still going strong oh wow why <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah that's the one thing is it how are they going to make this seem organic and not uh just a crossover (laughs) event (laughs) it's so confusing it's like oh do you think it's for sundance like maybe lala i think think subdance is oh and randall would be at sundance and for some reason katie's there i guess (laughs) (laughs) well she's from park city so oh i forgot about that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay yeah doesn't katie kind of look like she'd be from park city now that we've seen (laughs) Like She's more than anything, she <laughs> yeah, seems that way. Uh, I don't think she's. I don't know if she's ever necessarily said, revealed that she's from Utah of all mm-hmm. places. But yeah, and now it tracks. Really tracks. Yeah, yeah I know. I I can't wait to see that. Wow. Next I just week, wonder. You know. Well, yeah, I'm curious. I mean, we're, we're these are like veterans, um, like visiting these you know like novices i'm wondering 
if they'll, you know, I'm just wondering like how, what their sort of energy will be. Um, it sounds like messy. <laughs> like they've come, they've come to be messy. Otherwise, what's the fucking point of bringing them in? Yeah. Well, and it's funny because like, it's not as if I perceive like Housewives of Salt Lake City is needing a drama boost or like mm-hmm. an energy injection, <laughs> but like maybe, yeah. So I'm like, what did production see on the ground where they were like, fuck, we got to get Lala Kent in here. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. so weird. And Katie, I, I would accept just Lala. Cause I, I, you know, she, she can handle a couple of tasks, you know, totally. Katie's, Katie's a little, I guess I didn't trust Lala to go on her own. Um, it's kind of like in MasterChef when they like have new judges, they don't let them like go and like chum it up with, you know, the contestants alone. Mm-hmm. There was bring, like they have a shadow person like right next to them. It's, it's kind of like that. Yeah. No, I guess. Right. I mean, that's has to be why. <laughs> but like, what can Katie do? You know what I mean? Like she's not, I mean, She's not a shitster except for when she's getting married, but she's already married. So she's already married. She's not really a schemer. Mm-mm. Um, she's she's just like a number two. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's who she is. <laughs> um, and in a group, you know, not like a, a poo listener. <laughs> um, like you, I, thank you. I, I think I'm generally a little bit higher on Katie than most. Um, I'm not really sure why. I don't know if she really deserves it. I just think that she, I don't know. Like, sorry, here's a digression. Um, I think that Katie, <laughs> I think that Katie Maloney <laughs> Schwartz gets sometimes unfairly maligned because everyone loves Schwartz so much, which is also sort of justified. Um, and she sure. is awful, but I just think not quite as heinous as as most people think. Anyway, so digression well, over. Also, famously, you love a second in command. You love Heather. That's true. On uh, yeah. Color City, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, you know what it is, I think, honestly, is because I historically have liked to position myself as a second in command. <laughs> <laughs> a peek behind the curtain here. <laughs> is that I, I have, I think I have, I've often, uh, uh, I've tried. This won't be a, surpri- a surprise for people <laughs> who have really who have really been listening to me when I was saying, you know, is that yeah, I, I have found that sort of second in command like a more uh, not a natural position for me, but one that like I've I have experience in more experience mm. in than than others. I think so. I'm mm. always I think sympathetic because <laughs> I'm like that. <laughs> thus, I am a little bit sympathetic. To, I can see how much they do, how much work you know they. <laughs> the exact amount of blood and sweat it takes yeah Uh, Uh, for listeners dylan just did a sensory deprivation tank float for his birthday and so he's having a lot of self-realizations that's right that's right and so we'll keep an eye out for more this episode yeah and one of them being that perhaps i i don't want to be like a lifelong number two though you know i don't think that's i don't think that's me i just just in the in the past in the past that is what that is kind of the role I've, I've occupied. What about, now, now I must know, like thinking about a group dynamics. Yeah. Where would you, where do you think you, you've most like often been? I always feel like if we're going with the comparison to 
Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I'm mm-hmm. maybe or, or Vanderpump. I guess like kind of you know in a, with like the what we've been talking about in a reality TV group structure. I feel like I'm like a floater peripheral friend with like one storyline who's out by the end of the season. Like I'm probably like a Billy. <laughs> <laughs> You know, or like, I think Mary Crosby is probably going to be like that in Salt Lake City. Like, what's the serial of Mary Crosby? <laughs> Kate. No? I, uh, I don't, I think that's, that's uncharitable to yourself. I guess I just say it because like, there's no one in my life who I'm involved or have been involved in like, multi-year like mm. beefs with and that feels like an important part of being a queen bee or a number two or a queen mm. bee foil mm-hmm. okay that's true like you, so then do you see yourself as more of like a, a meredith like more of a a kind of neutral mm. party who's um who witnesses things but doesn't necessarily have like a huge stake in any of them yeah like who's the vpr of meredith is that like Mm, um like I mean, Lala Schwartz no. Schwartz tends <laughs> to be like, <laughs> I was actually gonna say Schwartz officially <laughs> yeah so you know Schwartz is always the one who's like who compulsively like needs to sort of take the side of whoever is who seems to be not the weekend not not mm-hmm. who is sort of on the wrong side but like whoever the he's like the devil's advocate person who's just like compulsively always is like yeah, I know that Jack's fucked up again, but I know that Jack's <laughs> fucked Kristen. But you know what? Like, you know, it's Jack's. You know, like he's like, you know, he's like, I know that Stassi's a nightmare, but you know, yeah, ah, you know no, what I, I mean. I do identify. I do think I will like avoid conflict at the expense of my <laughs> morals occasionally. <laughs> so I do think that Meredith and Schwartz are probably a good fit for me. Just like happy to be invited, mostly. <laughs> okay. Okay, All right. But I don't know if I experience you as a number two. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. How do you see? How do you see me? I'm just like thinking through, like our decade of friendship now, and mm-hmm. like I don't know of any like number ones I've seen you like align yourself with more. Like mm. I feel like you're more of like a Whitney slash Lala, who I would argue occupy similar roles. Oh, you know, like I'm, 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 interested. <laughs> I'm interested in this. I, yeah, go on. Yeah, like you never, I think, need the group so much that you will take too much shit. And I think as a result mm-hmm. of that, when there's infighting, people will gravitate towards you. And I think it, mm. you know, ultimately leads you to a greater place of power, as we've seen with Lala, and I think with Whitney as well. But yeah, I don't know. That's kind of how like oh. I experience you. Oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, wow. I guess, you know, I guess I can see that. I suppose I, when I was thinking of like number two stuff, mm-hmm. I was thinking a lot of when I was like a lot younger, like, like uh, kid sure. stuff, kind of like, like kind of like middle school, high school, sort of maybe like beginning college, not, mm-hmm. maybe not so much in college, but definitely like high school and middle school mm-hmm. where, I, where I feel like 
my sort of awareness of you know like group dynamics and stuff was really like formalized mm-hmm. and I think that that's where I was a lot and so I'm in my mind that's where I you know that's kind of the part of like maybe like where my gut goes when I'm watching these shows I think hmm. even if um even if the way that I might like navigate a group right now isn't like always totally different but also it's like kind of yeah. hard it's like you know it's hard to see <laughs> it's impossible for me to see how I am in a group really you know so I really appreciate that I feel like you have a little more um uh I just feel like you have a little bit more queen energy than you might oh think. my god i know hold on i know Stop. i know i know i'm not I'm, I'm really not i i am not trying to flatter you but i i i just think it's not in the um i think it's more in the like your sort of charismatic side you know, like I think that so like I think a queen needs to sort of be able to draw like be able to draw people, mm. and I think that you do that really well. I also, th- and I think that you, um, hmm. I don't I don't think I've I'm just I guess I'm thinking of college a little bit more. Yeah, and I totally. think that from what I saw, I think mm-hmm. you had a little bit more sort of I didn't really I couldn't really see you it seems like in terms of the where you were in like a lot like social groups Mm -hmm. I felt like you were nearer to the top than than anywhere else and I think because you played really well with others it maybe because you're not sort of domineering and like kind of uncompromised I mean you don't sort of um <laughs> in, institute a sort of worldview and like sense of reality <laughs> in the way that like most queens do but I do think uh but I do think that like some of like the other traits just sort of I don't know being sort of galvanizing um and being sort of looked to I suppose um or uh-huh. are, are traits that you have like quite a bit um and and maybe it's maybe just like your um i don't know i guess like sense of self-deprecation that keeps you from like <laughs> truly truly like owning owning that which is maybe like not bad you know because you know i don't know like there are a lot of ways that this could break you know what i mean um, but i also think that self-deprecation is maybe what will keep me from becoming a full gen show <laughs> like yeah exactly we're self-deprecated in her entire life no she's not hum- she's not humble um, she's no- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she has no no sense of humility um uh, but yeah so that's that's yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. queen k yeah i don't know right? <laughs> no. back in the tank you go you should go in the tank you'll learn things about yourself yeah, I feel like it's like I haven't done that for the same reason I won't do hallucinogenics and that like <laughs> just <laughs> no, I'm gonna hit that cliff and be like freak out. But maybe not, you know. No, maybe not. I do I do think uh it is sort of uh I don't know. I mean, as someone who has done hallucinogenics also <laughs> um, <laughs> there's definitely like um I don't know, not to be too uh annoying about I won't be annoying about this but uh there is a a definitely like a 
I don't know, maybe like a before and after, like just sort of yeah. a personal one. It's like, oh, okay. You know, it's kind of a, I don't know, it's a, the first time I think is a significant time. Yeah. Um, huh. I don't know. Try it if you want to. If you don't, also, oh, that's the other thing. It's also fine if you don't do these things. <laughs> like I, I, hasten, I hasten to add that a lot of people, I think, go, I remember once I had a friend who said, um, but a good friend who will never listen to this, so I don't mind saying this. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, she felt like, like, the best, like, only good, like, the best, like, oh, that people who did hallucinogenics were better people. Um, just sort of, blanket, sta- just sort of a very, it was a very strong <laughs> statement. Um, I don't know if we were on acid when, we were, okay. when she said this, but I think it was, like, before or after we did acid. And mm-hmm. I... I was like, I I couldn't disagree more. <laughs> I I don't generally think that people who do hallucinogenics are better people. I think what she meant is that like you know they get it and you know and like more human or whatever. And I'm like, no, I think that almost un- unfailingly they're more annoying um, and and like often like kind of you know they kind of harass people who don't do you are too straight to you know straight lines to like not do too, too straight edge um <laughs> to like not do to not do drugs and blah, 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 whatever like i mean spoiler it's cool sometimes <laughs> um but also there's a reason why your brain doesn't like work like that because it's impossible to function <laughs> um, and and also yeah. overwhelming and like whatever it's fine like you know you, you you see the truth of the world or whatever and then it's like done you know yeah and then back to this fucking capitalist hellscape we're in you know so <laughs> right. yeah so i don't know it is and sometimes it's better to be ignorant i guess that's what that's my <laughs> like a little bit i mean i in my case, I I'm fine with it. Um, knowledge, uh, awareness. <laughs> You've eaten the forbidden fruit. I know. You're, I'm you're okay with deep. it, yeah. but I'm also saying, you know what? If you don't want to do it, it's fine. It's mm-hmm. like there are other ways to I don't know be fulfilled or to sort of I don't know happen upon these sort of epiphanies. I don't know. I guess like that's the other thing is that like you can all of those things like can happen when you're not high as balls so <laughs> sure <laughs> you know <laughs> um a little bit harder anyway anyway okay another day di- another digression well, <laughs> so the official batch signal opinion on hallucinogens is do them only if you want yes <laughs> and don't don't you dare let people make you feel bad for not doing them <laughs> we're we're straight edge now <laughs> the show has gone straight edge <laughs> God. <laughs> For now. <laughs> yeah, who knows next week? Yeah. Oh God. Yikes. <laughs> Big yikes. <laughs> All right. Should we just like get this bachelor thing over with? Yeah. And then let's go back to SLC. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I do. I feel bad. I mean, for the listeners, if they exist, if, <laughs> if you are here to listen about The Bachelor, now's the time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we should probably get a timestamp. It's like, start <laughs> start 30 minutes in, because that's when we get to it. Fast forward until you hear hallucinogenics brought up. Yeah. And then, 30 yeah, seconds. And you're about there. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's your vibe check for this episode? Oh, God. I'm so low. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought it was like, the worst episode of the season mm-hmm. um i 
like out of 10 I'd give it like a four I guess it seems so perfunctory and like I don't know also kind of a retread it's like we've we've already got these same beats last episode Mm -hmm. um basically um there's I don't know there just seems to be I don't know maybe even since they they um put out the preview for Matt James this season Mm -hmm. I feel like collectively we're all just kind of kind of like okay um is anybody do we do any of us even are we invested I think people were I think I I sense that we were at least a little bit invested in the outcome of Claire's yeah um arc yeah debacle (laughs) um if not only because we wanted to see how production was going to land <laughs> land mm-hmm. this plane that was on fire. And, <laughs> um, and, and now with Tisha, I just don't feel any, I'm not invested at all, at all mm-hmm. in any way in how this ends up for her. And on the one hand, I feel, well, no, I don't feel bad for her. Um, but I, <laughs> I do think it's shit, like bad, bad production, when you cannot gin up like enthusiasm or or interest or investment yeah. like that's their job to do it's not really her job it's their job to do that and i don't think they've been doing a good job yeah totally agree i mean it's so interesting like i think we were texting about this but it's like what have we learned about Tasha this season like i couldn't name any new information i've gotten about Tasha this entire time which is crazy you know wow that's a great point yeah yeah, it's like so much of it. I feel like is like lo- and loving the leads. Like I think about seasons like Caitlin Bristow season, you know, where mm-hmm. like I was really invested in the mm-hmm. lead. Mm-hmm. Even Hannah Brown, for better or worse, you know, like God, she looks so good right now, doesn't she? <sighs> like, like in retrospect, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just like uh, there's just so much like they're there usually mm-hmm. it, even if it's just dumb stuff about like breakups or their past or mm-hmm. their relationships with their family and mm-hmm. it's just like i i got nothing about Tasha. it's a bummer it is a bummer um so i did listen to reality steve's interview with <gasps> her ex-husband me too what do you think you did okay good um <laughs> yeah. you know you know i guess i no huge surprises mm-hmm. um for me um, for listeners who did not listen, uh, the thrust of this is that Tasha's ex-husband, whose name I cannot remember, Josh maybe, um, <laughs> went on to, I guess, give his side of the story of their relationship, mm-hmm. which was essentially, um, he did the whole, I cheated because I was unhappy thing, um, and, and kind of insinuated that like he was unhappy because they weren't having enough sex um what? and i was like oh you know i was like man i'm so prepared just to be on your side here because oh, i don't like Tasha, yeah. and he had just really i'm sorry i i oh, <laughs> oh no oh no you weren't having enough sex and you just you went out and che- i'm just like whatever about that but i yeah. just it's not like it's not i'm, I'm not that sympathetic the one thing I did find interesting about it or confirming was, mm-hmm. I, well, one thing I do believe is him, his sort of, uh, or, I don't know, he kind of described Tasha as like very self-centered um, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and a bit of a narcissist and kind of indifferent to or disinterested in him and their relationship. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, there could be a number of reasons for that. I mean, and it's really hard to make a ton of judgments based off of this. However, uh, I do believe, like I'm, I'm willing, I guess I'm choosing to believe that she was not the best partner in that relationship either and his big thing was that like oh she's talking about and she does she mentioned it in this episode where she's like well she she says almost verbatim you know there was there was infidelity in my last relationship and that was pretty much the cause for our relationship ending couple things um he is right when he, when someone says there was infidelity it makes it sounds like it does make it sound like the per, there was kind of this was multiple sort of instances yeah. of cheating and also implies that generally like the entire relationship was kind of fucked because of this other person totally so the, so, which is the point that josh makes which is true the other thing is um saying that 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 was pretty much the reason that the relationship ended <laughs> isn't saying it was the reason it's totally. kind of leaving it open that like there's other stuff going on which she doesn't of course she doesn't get into but mm-hmm. it is true that like it is two people you know and it's not just one and so um i guess i i don't know i guess where i ended up was like in the same place i was like you know i liked tisha yep. probably a little bit less um but um I don't know it you know like I I I guess I don't know if I really needed to hear from Josh (laughs) you know to be honest with you totally I mean for me the big takeaway was like he came across as like such a worm and like a skis like he has like like whiny sidekick to a playground bully voice Mm -hmm. I was like why the fuck would Tisha agree to marry this guy like that's to me was just like all right I guess she's into worms dirt bags like yeah cool. yeah like yeah whatever yeah. he was like crying it's like oh that my business is suffering oh uh, uh oh that was a that was one of my takeaways was like i guess just like a i don't know an fyi for any listeners mm-hmm. who are curious you know or interested in uh oh no no who just like watch out like who you're dating i guess because if you're dating someone who wants to be an influencer or wants to be on reality tv um you will get pulled into like this show you know you'll get pulled Mm -hmm. in um and used as story you'll be used up as a storyline or as like fodder yeah it won't be your choice but like it doesn't matter and i did think like oh that that so that was like the one point i did kind of sympathize it was like yeah that, that, that must suck like if you just have a relationship yeah. with somebody and you want it to be kind of this somewhat self, you know self-contained thing and you don't want it to be sort of kind of simplified and misrepresented um yeah. without your consent uh to a bunch of people who don't know and don't give a shit uh it must suck to have like someone just go off and uh kind of exploit the fact that like you don't you can't like say it you can't challenge their you know their particular point of view or whatever or you're not willing or you're not interested in doing that you know i just i I, I did think like oh that kind of sucks that like on a certain level you won't you can't ever how how much can you plan to like not ever be in a situation yeah but i think for the flip side too like if you're the influencer (laughs) who's got a divorce (laughs) and is trying to go on reality tv like i think it is important to like check in with all your exes beforehand and like maybe get your story straight mm. because i think like if Tasha had just stuck to a slightly different line i think he would have kept his mouth shut it's true 
and she could have avoided like all of this not that i think she's gonna get or has gotten like large blowback from this interview because again it was like mostly nothing but you know if you Mm -hmm. do have something more skeletons in your closet you should get your shit together before you go on the show that's true that's true yeah yeah Yeah. so i guess advice for both both sides (laughs) (laughs) free advice (laughs) before you send us your packet (laughs) <laughs> for us to review your bachelor application list all x's and we will confirm storylines right <laughs> you know? what, a great ser- what a great service we're, we are attempting to provide <laughs> <laughs> this is just like a two-hour commercial every week <laughs> uh, yeah and like for me too with this episode like you know it's fra- the framework is like bennett getting cut and then Mm. we get all these nuggets of taisha like maybe regretting it and then Mm. bennett coming back and that is when i was just like absolutely fuck this like what's the point of doing something if you're immediately going to undo it it's like if this was like fiction writing or whatever (laughs) like that would be a bad story you know like these fucking producers need to like take an english class it's just like and especially when like I don't know. It's always corny and annoying when, like, someone comes back. But I feel Mm -hmm. like I can usually suspend disbelief enough to be like, whatever. But the fact Mm -hmm. that they're in a quarantine bubble and Bennett comes back, it's like, what, he's sitting in his room for 30 minutes and then come back out? Like, what the fuck, you know? Yeah. Just, yeah. Probably still had brunch with the guys. That's a little cutie. He deserved that. (laughs) Say goodbye to his friends. (laughs) But, like, my thing is just like this season has felt like a waste of time like the episodes especially this episode has never felt fucking longer you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i was only I, I was barely paying attention i mean I, I did i rewatched some of the parts that i well, thought that we would talk about um but even when i was trying to rewatch them i just kind of was like okay uh, oh i didn't miss anything <laughs> <You> <laughs> <know>? <laughs> that's right <laughs> that's right um yeah i think uh do you think Bennett's a sociopath? Um, great question. No, I actually, I don't, I don't know if you heard this. I can't remember what pod it was on, but it turns out Bennett is like in recruiting in finance and he's not like an analyst Wolf of Wall Street guy. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Like I think he's more of like a dumb bro guys guy that i think he's like being allowed to be painted as because <laughs> of the harvard thing mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um so i actually don't think he's a sociopath i think the producers are like know that he's gold and are using him in ways that like aren't coherent or like a good arc but yeah i don't know mm-hmm. do you think he's a sociopath is that why you ask um I'm unsure. Mm-hmm. I I'm leaning towards no. <laughs> leaning towards no. I'm I'm leaning towards no. I I think it's it's maybe a little bit unfair and really hard to to evaluate whether someone's yeah. a sociopath in this season and that totally. they're, everyone is so overproduced that like you can barely. <sighs> again, I have I really it's I don't know how Game of Thrones like in good faith attributes agency to any of these fucks um for totally. this season because i'm just i watch this and i'm just like like it, it's no matter what you it, it it definitely feels like no matter what anybody does it's just very clear 
who is going to go home and who isn't. And, mm-hmm. and the stakes are so different now. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know. Um, yeah, I think, and so I'm leaning towards no with Bennett. Um, I think he's a cautionary tale, perhaps. Wow, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. um, you know what? It's better to be an Ed than a Bennett. The reason it's better to wow. be an Ed, yes. And this, and this, not like maybe in life generally, sure. <laughs> but like on the show, um, yeah. it's better to be an Ed than Bennett. Because think about it, like Ed, uh, he he made his blood oath deal <laughs> with production. He got what he wanted, and now yeah. he's like he's on his way out. He had his moment to shine, and he accepted that. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Bennett, I think, got uh, a little bit high on it on his bridges. Mm. I think I mixed. Mm-hmm. I might have mixed. Did you say high on his bridges? High on his bridges. What is it? <laughs> Either. <laughs> Alright, one sec. The, <laughs> what is, I think what it's I like do? too big for your bridges or uh-huh. on a high horse. Mm, okay. <laughs> but I prefer too high on his bridges. <laughs> too high. Yeah. Okay, too high. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. Too high on his bridges. You got too high on his bridges. This <laughs> <laughs> one does. Um, and uh, he was loving being loved by production mm-hmm, and totally. didn't know when to step back. He should have mm-hmm. stepped back when Noah was being too much. He should have let somebody else, like the way that he shifted things from him, the target from himself and Jason onto Ed and Jason was amazing. Mm-hmm. He should have done Smart. that with yeah. Noah. He should have shifted yep. it somewhere else. Um, with Onto Riley. I don't know. Anybody. Onto Ed again. Ed would have, like, taken up the man. You know what? That's totally. Just let that go. But instead, Bennett needed to, he needed to spank Noah, and he wanted to be the one to do it. And I just think that was a miscalculation on his part, because look, now you're in a stupid two-on-one mm-hmm. um, and with fucking Noah, and yep. you're gonna get your ass sent home. <laughs> you know? And that's Again, oh, the thing is, the producers are not on your fucking side. You know, no. don't, don't let them think that like, you're like a prized, like golden child and nothing bad will happen to you. That is yep. a lie. They will mm-hmm. screw you whenever they deem it interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, and especially when like, again, like so much of his use on the show has been this like punching bag for intellectualism <laughs> yeah. or like, you're not really that smart. Like, meanwhile, there's like a doctor, like Ivan's an engineer, like mm-hmm. no one else is talking about that. Right. But like, they're just using him as this like target for trump voters to <laughs> shit dunk talk. on <laughs> yeah to like dunk on higher education all the time like I, he probably didn't see that coming i guess but that's why it's like don't trust the producers mm-hmm. cut, cut the shit out you know yeah <sighs> it was irritating i don't know i like it's just like frustrating too because like there's no world in which he like gets a serious chance at like hometowns or whatever right like there just isn't so like why why would you even like dangle it you know yeah he comes back and confesses his love and it's like (sighs) like like look at her face she's just it's just i that's the other thing with tasha yeah i don't know i mean i know she's just doing what is asked of her yeah but she's not but she's just again kind of phoning it in you know mm-hmm. and it just i really believe that she's trying hard i do um, totally. I, I do you know and i don't yeah, and again like so much of this is like mostly on production's fault like they mm-hmm. should have done something else they shouldn't have had this show 
<laughs> like, right. They, you know, that's right. what they they should have they should have they should have just like cut their losses and not not given either of these two a shot. Um, <laughs> and uh, or did it next year or some shit. I don't know. Um, yeah. But because asking Tasha to perform a role that is not that she's not good at um, it, it makes her look bad. It makes the whole show look bad. On totally. the two on one, like, and I thought. Mm. Like on the two on one, when she was like you know, scolding them, it was like, I shouldn't have to sit here and listen to this. And like, you don't have to. You didn't have. I mean, it's like, in, in one way, it's like, do you have to? You could just say, work this. Totally. I'm sending you both of them. I don't want to deal with this. But you're sitting here because the production, the producers told you to. So, you know, there's yep. just like, it's really, there's just yep. like this dissonance from just like, are you in control or are you not in control? Mm-hmm. Or, like, do you realize, I mean, it's like she, I don't get her, I don't see her playing her own game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I totally. see her just like, I, I thought I saw Claire at least trying to play her own game. Totally. You know? Absolutely. I, I don't see Tasha doing anything that seems kind of unprompted. There are no sort of audibles. There are no, mm-hmm. there's no, I don't know, flares. There's just, there's just nothing. She's just yeah. kind of like, dead faced just kind of going through <laughs> going through the motions and it's just really god it's just really it's it's tough yeah and it makes me think of like that ill-fated paradise season where blake horseman got destroyed like so much it's like so when there's that much producer intervention it just becomes incoherent mm-hmm. like Absolutely. these fucking clowns can't storyboard for shit <laughs> at all god at all they meddled like somebody sent a bravo producer over there or something (laughs) like you know that whole show is fake and i'm still like yeah on housewives like (laughs) you know it's just like really just misfiring and it's Mm -hmm. clumsy and it's like as a viewer i'm like why am i here like what is going on you know yeah and yeah it's hard to not want to put it on taisha but sometimes i'm still like yeah. do something <laughs> i there are moments where i i do feel i'm like tasha i you've got to, you've got to do more i'm sorry yeah. like i know that you don't want to be here and you don't want to you don't want to do this particular thing totally. but you've really got to give us more than this um mm-hmm. the moment i'm thinking of in particular is her one-on-one dinner with <sighs> zach sorry. fuck not zach it's um <laughs> ben ben Ben. Whichever, yeah. Uh, um, Whichever traumatized, like, husk of a man. Yeah. He's going to fucking prop up in front of a bowl of lasagna with her. It's just like. To not eat it? I'm so, <laughs> I'm so fucking tired of these people not eating the food in front of them. I really like, I hate that. I really, really hate it. Um, it's not housewives they actually eat. Like, you can, ugh, whatever. It's okay if it gets on the mic, you guys. Like, okay. anyway. Um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I God, there's there's, I I have a few thoughts about this. Um, yeah, I mean they're probably very similar to yours, if not the exact same. Go, oh. um, but so my my issue with Tasha in in this scene is when he is um, <sighs> opening his heart to her. Um, okay. uh, I. We'll leave that to the side for a second. Um, mm-hmm. I just like 
every time anyone says anything vulnerable to her, she's just like, she's just like, oh, mm, oh, okay. Like, there's just no, it doesn't seem to register. I don't see it register to her that somebody is even saying something like really, um, I don't know, meaningful or sort of yeah. moving to them. And she doesn't seem moved. She doesn't seem like emotionally moved at all, yep. ever, almost. Yep. And I'm just like, because I don't know. I mean, if someone, I don't know. To me, it takes like a, like, how fucking cold do you have to be to like, <laughs> to have your face not fucking move when someone talks about like suicide attempts, you yeah. know? Like that's, and in the way that he was talking about it, which um, came off, uh, I thought it came, it read to me as authentic. Yeah. Um, and so I just thought, and like, I don't know, just the sound of his voice, like there seems to be like, a, to me it, it read as authentic. Mm-hmm. But then to watch her face not move as if it was something yep. she'd already heard or that yep. she'd like actually, would, he could have been saying, oh, I, I don't know. Like it almost seemed like, he could have he was saying something like oh um i don't know like i just had a couple of years difficult years and you know uh i was just a little sad or or like yeah. you know my parents had a rough, went through a rough part or like my i don't know just like totally, i like, moved to duluth and i didn't like it yeah <laughs> like it just, just like it just yeah. seemed like like such nothing like based mm-hmm. on her her reaction and so mm-hmm. i was just sitting there i was just like how am I supposed to feel here? Exactly. You know, like I don't, is he, is he just acting too again? Um, Yeah. And and that's what it, so, so to me, because in part of her Mm non-response, I was, I think more skeptical of Ben than I would have been. And it Mm -hmm. seemed almost as if the producers had said to her, Okay, well, because she was dragging it out of him anyway. Oh, it was yep. almost like she knew literally what he was going to say, so that she could, in case he didn't say that, she could keep pushing and be like, "Well, is that all?" Or like, "I sense that there's something you, there's actually something you are keeping from me," according to the producers. You know, oh. that's what it felt like. And I was just like, "Oh man, I hate this." A th- I was going to say the exact same thing, not surprisingly, a thousand percent, <laughs> but it felt like she was just like dragging it out of him. Like mm-hmm. he kept trying to do Muir and there were like three different times where she would like pick it back up. And when she was like, I feel like there's a lot of pain under there. And it was like, based on what? Like how he rode a scooter? Like fucking what are you talking about? <laughs> and especially after like the last date when he talked about his eating disorder, I was like, there's the pain. Is that, not, is that not enough? Jesus. What the fuck else do you want from this guy? You know? Yeah. It was, I think there's like, I'd be really interested to get your thoughts on like more broadly, like what the season is doing with trauma, mm-hmm. like, and all of that, because I do think it feels like, or attention I keep feeling is like, Every time we've had one of these beats from like Zach's addiction story to Ben's eating disorder to like Ivan's um, experiences with his brother and BLM, Mm -hmm. it's like the discourse, like the podcasts and Twitter are like so congratulatory and like Mm -hmm. excited that The Bachelor is like tackling real issues. Mm -hmm. And it's so weird to me because I just feel like it's 
fucked. Like they're not, you know, like having Ben, having a, I'm presuming, I think that like Ben disclosed all of this to production. Mm-hmm. They told Tasha to get out of him at dinner. Like he exposes something probably more intimate than he would like to on national TV. Mm-hmm. And then they flash that fucking slide of the number for the suicide prevention hotline. <laughs> like, why are we rewarding that? You know, like it just, yeah. it's good. Uh, I mean, I agree. I think mm-hmm. it's bad. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's something we've been talking about, I think, all season yeah. because they've fucking forced us. They've made it, like, impossible not to since it's mm-hmm. been a part of every major sort of relationship or beat is this sort of disclosure of some enormous trauma um, yeah. or a series of them. Yeah. And... Um, it's I think it, it's maybe reveal, I mean reveal something about the way that the producers think about like a dramatic mm-hmm. moment is that they that they believe that having these having these players sort of I don't know I mean like uh, cut themselves open um, yeah only against for what exactly again oh that's the thing it's because because it's so many of them all the time doing Mm -hmm. it um it's clear at least that it's not that the reward won't necessarily well they're they're not really going to get like the reward which is to stay around most of them are just going to get like you know kicked to the curb and so then like to me at least like then the only explanation is like in the absence of I guess any their uh, lack of ideas they yeah. they've just said like okay well we're going to we're just gonna like make you say like the deepest darkest thing that's have has happened to you um and then we're gonna as you go further we're gonna make you do it again yeah and um because I guess we feel like we need to do that um yeah. versus them just talking about the relationship because they could have just like talked about the relationship like they have done in like every other fucking season at this yeah. time you know but instead they like um i believed ben when he said um you know i didn't think i was going to say this and i kind of i don't feel i don't really feel bad for him but the thing is yeah. he's such a gamer yeah you know that he must have known or at least production, he must have, like, in the conversation that the producers are having with him, yeah, and they're prepping him for this, and they're saying, you know, she's really going to need you to, like, really go deep. Like, you've already gone deep, but, like, I mean, if you, if you want to get further in this game, you're going to have to really do that. I mm-hmm. think, I kind of think that Ben has been, like, angling from the bat- for the Bachelor gig for yeah a few episodes and especially there was this like weird thing he said to in this episode where he said you know if i were in tasha's position i wouldn't tolerate like this sort of you know i don't know this tomfoolery basically and i was like yeah huh so you've imagined yourself in tasha's position (laughs) got it you know so i i think a part of the calculation i imagine um part of the calculation on his end is like okay well if i do this you know, if I kind of play ball here, maybe, maybe this gets me closer, you know, to this like ultimate prize. He does, he's not interested totally. in winning this season um, at all. It's, it's no. pretty obvious. Um, but um, yeah, but so I guess like more broadly, 
um, the way that all of these the disclosures work is they say um, this is a thing that has happened to me, but mm-hmm. I'm all better now. Mm-hmm. And I think interesting one thing I think I think that's just important to note that um, when one experiences something that's like really traumatic. Um, it's not like, it doesn't, it's not like, oh, okay, like this unpleasant thing happened. And then I, a lot of them kind of go like, oh, I got therapy or I like yeah. learned this thing. And then now I'm all better now. Um, totally. It's usually like this thing happened. Um, maybe I talked about it in therapy and um I oh when you know when Beth is like I'm not the same person I'm just like you are you are the same fucking person you yeah know? like the, the, like totally. that's the thing like you're not completely different because like you no longer you know have like you no longer like have this eating disorder you know totally and I just think um I guess I just don't like this idea that um you once you get past something you can't like it's like firmly part of your past and isn't sort of yeah really influenced like like continue to influence like how you are and who you are um Mm -hmm. and that is not sort of i'm still with you in a sense like even if you don't like respond to anxiety or stress in the same way or even if you can like differentiate um even if you like don't experience post-traumatic stress anymore yeah it doesn't really mean that I don't know. I don't know. Just talking about it like a sort of battle that you won versus a kind of ongoing thing. Like addicts don't, addicts don't don't just like stop wanting to drink or, you know what I mean? It's like an ongoing thing that is always managed. And I sort of feel like that's kind of what, it's more what, I don't know, life is like anyway. Yeah. Is this a thing that you ongoingly sort of continue to deal with and manage and, Mm. and work through? And that's fine. It doesn't have to be like, I don't know if Zach was like, or not Zach, if Ben, <laughs> they seem to say to me, was like, <laughs> yes. yeah, you know, I, um, you know, I like that this is sort of an ongoing thing that I, I experience. That's it, you know? And like, that's, that's what it is, really. It's not like, I once was depressed, I'm not anymore. And it's fine. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Well, and so much of that is like part of a romantic relationship too, right? Like that's going to mm-hmm. affect their dynamic. Like why mm-hmm. wouldn't they have a conversation? Like, Zach is sober like that seems like an important thing to talk about how your relationship's gonna look like you know and like you're saying like the absence of these conversations I feel like just illustrate how the show is such an inappropriate forum Mm -hmm. for airing any of this Mm -hmm. you know it's just like stay in your lane a little bit like like Love Island isn't out here trying to like (laughs) do any of this like you know yeah exactly and it's frustrating too like did you read um amy kaufman's book like bachelor nation like the big Mm-mm. did you read i did yeah ooh, ooh. yeah well one one thing that i like I? um i don't want to say disparaging <laughs> it's fine it's like okay, interesting okay. yeah it's not like if you've seen in real you kind of get the gist love that show uh, yeah so good uh, <laughs> okay keep going yeah but like one thing that has like um 
stuck with me is like they're talking about a lot about like the founding and like the development of the show like with mm-hmm. Mike Fleiss and everything and like so much of that like mindset of initial reality TV that era was about mm-hmm. like shock value right and like mm-hmm. constantly getting people to, to gawk you know and at first I think it was like gawking at the process like I can't believe someone would go on TV and like mm-hmm. fall in love this way and I think like it maybe like simultaneously and like going on was about a lot about just like gawking at women's bodies and like mm-hmm. sexuality right and I just yeah. feel like it's hard for me to not see this kind of like trauma parade as just a new extension of that mm-hmm. now that they know they can't get away because people aren't surprised by reality TV anymore and people right. are like more critical of male gays or whatever like mm-hmm. it's like they just now are having to lead into like this thing to prop up mm-hmm. an otherwise flimsy show <laughs> instead of <laughs> you know, like actually developing the characters or like Mm -hmm. showing actual relationships, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just instead, or like being a love island, you know, like sex fest. It's just like, it's almost like the show doesn't know what it does well. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, I guess like, yeah. Showing really deep conversations is never what The Bachelor is like done well, right? Like, right. So, I don't know. This is, yeah, it's frustrating. No, that's really persuasive. Um, And I think, I think something that definitely supports that, like your point is how easily this, this just rhetoric has been, they've been able to sort of insert it into what are Mm, the same story beats. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. the same, the beats are exactly the same. They've just, they just say slightly different things. Um, but you know when Jojo comes in and she says, "Okay, next week is home- hometowns week." Lol. Uh, and so, and then says, "You know, this was when I knew I was falling in love with Jordan." And so says, "Like, okay, so where we are in the game is you need to be falling in love, mm-hmm. and so whatever gets you there, yeah. like that's kind of where you need to be." And so it seems like this the name of the game this or this time around is um, an attempt to trauma bond, <laughs> um, even though Tasha does not. Totally. It is. Yeah. But it is, it seems like, I mean, what, what other, I don't know. When Ben says, you know, I don't know if you can relate or if you've ever been anything like that, doing anything like that to me, it's like, Oh my God, like here, here, it, here it is. It's like a bid to try and like, okay, totally. you know, let's bond over this, you know, this particular traumatic experience or this rough period mm-hmm. of time and and again Tasha just doesn't say anything um and yeah and you know which ugh, it's so frustrating yeah um and so it seems like just a means to an end you know mm-hmm. which makes it uh and it's very clear that the end is more important than the means totally here. and and so again and so then like the effect I think is that I can't I, I, I can't, it's impossible to me at least to take seriously anything that these men say, even if it's true. It's like, it doesn't really matter because in the context, it's only yep. about getting them further in the game. Yep. It's only about the you know production trying to sort of shore up their, like, like some sort of chasing cachet. Yep. Um, and it's ultimately really forgettable. We're just going to forget all about this. We're going to forget all about these totally. dudes. Um, and when Paradise comes around, you know, maybe we'll remember half of them or totally. like the five of them that show up on the beach, you know, like ultimately, yeah. you know, because again, this, they're all, this is all going to like fall away at a certain yep. point. 
in January. In January. <laughs> yeah. That season starts. Yeah. Well, and like another thing too, I've been thinking about is like so much of like hometowns is like the leads are always looking for someone that just like generically loves their family and mm-hmm. has a lovely family. And it's like so much of the trauma being disclosed like implicates family relationships. Mm-hmm. Like are like are we now supposed to watch like when Ben was saying that like his problem was that he didn't have a lot of love and emotional support at home. Like, mm-hmm. are we supposed to watch him like fake love on his mom and not like <laughs> have that in our brain? Or like, is Tasha really ready to like, or interested in walking into like potentially four very complicated family dynamics? <laughs> like, you know, I just yeah. think about Dean, you know, oh. and Rachel, it's like that. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, I know that's a sore spot. I, well, I, 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 I taken pains to sort of put that out of my mind forever. <laughs> I'm um, so sorry. <laughs> uh, that's a lie. That's not true. I'm, oh, I'm ready and willing to bring that up to anybody yeah. who defends Rachel Lindsay. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, you're, you're right. I, I'm not interested really in, in Ben saying like, hey, so, you know, I've been talking. I don't want to, him to sort of have this sort of heart open heart conversation with his mother about how she failed him um, yeah. on my like on the bachelorette on hometown that's not what this is about you know i don't want to like, see that i'm gonna watch you fuck in a hotel room next week like i don't <laughs> need this much <laughs> <sighs> yeah um this is uh another digression but this reminds me of yeah. god what is this uh yes was watching the show and i can't remember what it's called but basically it's a wedding show where people mm-hmm. like um this crew it like throws weddings for people who i guess like want to be on tv and like maybe can't afford to do their wedding the way they want to yeah and damn i wish i could remember what the is the it the netflix was. one i think so there's some like queer eye people involved or something yeah yeah it's kind of yeah. yeah yeah so there's this one episode uh where this guy what the groom um he <sighs> He is, I don't know, like he, he has a really difficult relationship with his family because mm-hmm. of his father. It's very much, it, it's like kind of like a Dean situation where mm-hmm. the dad was like horrible. Um, and uh, I think he like left home really early mm-hmm. or like when he was really young or what. Anyway, so it's like a really, it's like a rough family situation, like really yeah. awkward, uncomfortable. So then he, I think something like he's like, hasn't spoken to them in a long time. So of course, fucking of course, the producers like make him go to his family and tell them that he's going to get married. And it's like his dad, his mom, his brother and his sister. And he, he go, he, they like made him confront his father and mother about, particularly his father though, about um i guess the things that he did um one of them being i think i don't know i think they like slept in the back of trucks and like i think they were homeless for a while and like yeah. he was an alcoholic and stuff and his dad oh. like straight up denied everything just like total psychopath like it re- i mean it's just really plain to see um yeah like it's <gasps> it's like just uh-huh. every just oh everything was like no like you went to private school blah blah blah, blah all this stuff and his brother like gets so mad like it gets it's kind of cut to shit because his brother like gets so mad that he like le- like has like storms off like is really upset 
Um, wow. And then, and like his sister just like starts crying. And the mom is just kind of like her face is like blank. Um, yeah. And then finally, and the brother comes back and all this stuff. But like it's, it's just very, it's kind of harrowing in such a bad way because it's just definitely like, oh, this was, this, this literally did not need to happen. Um, yeah. it, this was yeah. probably the worst way that this could happen. Where like, yeah. again, it's like, you know, imagine like this, you know, you haven't spoken to your family or your parents in particular in years yeah. and years and years. And yeah. you, you bring a camera crew and you have this sort of intervention oh. moment and your dad gaslights the fuck out of you and everybody else. And it's like the one secret, the thing that like your family can never talk about and it's the only way you can all sit together is so you've never talked yep. about this thing is just, you know, someone is like forcing the issue, you know, and it's just really, the hardest part is like watching oh. like the sister just start crying. Just like, yeah. and it's like, oh, I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be watching this. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to see. Yeah. It's so horrible. And fuck, fuck you production. This is really, really shitty. Yeah. Um, I don't want that <laughs> to happen. <laughs> I don't want yeah. that to happen on The Bachelorette. I just, we've already seen it happen. We've already seen it happen and it was horrible. So, yep. And again, like, uh, there's just so much whiplash around this where they, like, don't frame things correctly, like, don't have repeating conversations about it. So, and then they're going to have sex next week. Again, it's <laughs> yeah. just like, God, you know, it's Burned. daunting. Yeah. God, can you think of a uh, worse time to bone? You, like just confronted your father <laughs> it went poorly and now you have to have sex in the casita at the la quinta inn <laughs> the haunted one probably <laughs> uh, all right my only other gripe from this week mm-hmm. is did they think we've never seen a lie detector before <laughs> what the fuck was that <laughs> like did they not google lie detector like in what world are we like yeah oh yeah like it's not like this is some like obscure thing you know what i mean like i mean they should be ashamed of themselves <laughs> like none of these producers should put this season on their resume no and also i'm sorry like boohoo it's really hard to what plan dates when you're limited <laughs> by the pandemic you insisted on filming in the middle of like i'm so sorry <laughs> abc's prop department like didn't have one like what the fuck and like the guys could not have thought it was real right like no there's no way they did you, you notice when riley was like when joey was like oh, yeah. riley do you i bet you have your clients do this all the time or whatever and riley's like no i actually never have them do it because like they're not reliable well it's also <laughs> literally not admissible in court anywhere <laughs> And also, Riley does medical malpractice, right? Or, like, personal yeah. injury. He's <laughs> not, like, injury. a like, criminal defense lawyer. Like, who the fuck? Judge doesn't know or care. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine, like, if you were, like, suspected of a crime, you got arrested, they sit you down in front of this thing with three light bulbs, <laughs> and you have to fucking act like you take it seriously? <laughs> you have to not fucking crack up and spit in their faces? Like, what the fuck? You know? <sighs> oh so, so stupid. yeah uh, when uh just like when they would react and when the light would go red and they were like uh i mean i'm telling <gasps> the truth <laughs> and tisha's just like oh mm-hmm. you know I, I would just be like oh fuck off <laughs> this is so fucking dumb <laughs> uh, like 
and just like have a pool party you know I, I know paradise we watch eight straight weeks to four hours a week of pool parties like we will watch wonderful. a pool party yeah. it's absolutely <laughs> wonderful we'll go from pool parties to like one-on-one dinners and that's it I perfect mean, yeah they really they've overthought this they've seriously overthought this and like last thing but when jojo's screen was just a screensaver of one ekg line that was like on that fucking macbook they had the light bulbs hooked up to it was just like like google look up lie detector on youtube put that on the screen like all you needed was wi-fi access to do this better i i oh i actually I don't believe any of this is intentional. I actually do think <laughs> that this is something that some, I think, uh, you know, in Unreal, when um, <laughs> um, that product, P- Madison, like that PA, like gets promoted, I think she's banging Chet or something like that. And she's from actual. I, I want to be surprised if this is the situation we found ourselves. <laughs> is someone, someone slept their way to the top and yeah. now they're in control of this. Um, they're the EP of this season or something like that's I don't know that's the that was the power struggle that you know in which Elon Gale got ousted kind of looked at a better fucking time like but I was gonna say like do you think Elon Gale just like watches at home and it's like fuckers yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm sure I'm sure he's like I'm sure in the same way that you know like a newspaper editor like reads the paper and just like mm-hmm. edits it like compulsively I'm sure he watches this and he's like oh my god these fucking clowns it's clown shit. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, the greatest sin of them all, though, was um, Jamar <laughs> going home. <laughs> like, devastated. Also, like, can you imagine, like, witnessing all this trauma? Like, I feel like Brendan is getting kept around. Partially she likes him because he's the, like, fun guy. Mm-hmm. Like, in contrast to all this other shit. Mm-hmm. Damar is even more fun than him. That's true. And more handsome and also lovely. (laughs) Remember his song? God, there's no, he, Jamar has not done a single, like any, anything wrong. He's only done good, great things for us. Um, And I just, I don't know. I I think, I hope that he did enough to get on Paradise. The thing is, we didn't really see a lot of him. And it's just sort of frustrating. Um, I, I thought I saw him try not to smile when Noah got chosen. Um, it could have been just, you know, like, just like, like you know what I mean? Like how yeah. it's, I, I, would, I think it would be so hard as like a, one of the, the players to take any of this seriously. Totally. You know? Like you're, you have, you know, to, if you've watched this bullshit, like watch it, like being so like ham-fistedly contrived, you know, like just sort yeah. of set up and just be like, you know, I, this is lame you know mm-hmm. like you're you've you've suffered through two leads who suck who can't even pretend that they're into you that are so obviously yeah. self-absorbed and kind of vapid that like you don't even you're not even into them mm-hmm. I, I believe at a certain point tomorrow i was like i'm not even really into Tasha. like mm-hmm. like this is this is kind of and i'm and I'm also not going to prostate myself because i have dignity and <laughs> you know, like i guess too um Joe on Julia Lipman's podcast said Damar is a Bachelor super fan. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, he's so into it. So I love the idea of him like watching, studying. Like he fucking made it to the big leagues. Like 
he got to see how his favorite show is made. He got to make some new friends. I'm like, that's good. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> I'm happy for you, Damar. <laughs> yeah, I really, I know, I think in, in episode one of this pod, I said we will never have contestants on this pod, but God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want I Damar want on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, I would actually love to hear like what someone who has strong opinions about the show as a fan mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. thought of being inside. Like we've yeah. never had that like strong of a viewpoint i think it'd be great we need to put it we need to put it on the to, to-do list we'll just have to like reach out to him <laughs> i mean the thing is like i'm sure he would have nothing but like lovely things to say because he just seems lovely yeah absolutely i mean and he, and you know he wants to he wants to be asked back i imagine oh sure well you would also have to do all the talking because i feel like i would get really squirrely around tomorrow <laughs> such a little cutie like. I'll, ask, I'll ask him the hard stuff <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about ooh, we'll talk about like you know we could also like try and uh we'll try and like encourage him to go on other shows yeah we should try and get him on survivor like just put a bug in his ear like hey you know you should do this and then talk to us about it i bet he has a good social game he, he probably has a fun, complete player i think complete i yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. Sorry, that just blew my mind. <laughs> it's like he's fit as hell. Yeah. Like he did great at Oh, so hot. But he's also like, as we saw in the house, like not gonna pick fights and like be, right. you know, too controversial. Right. He's a star. God, he's a star. I think he'd be a great. He's a star. Yeah, he would be a great like a one and two in a really strong alliance mm-hmm. yes you know? absolutely it seems incredibly trustworthy mm-hmm. um could be like uh i think he's i see him as being like really savvy also yeah. but yeah. can play dumb you know god total package <laughs> <laughs> we got we i want him on our podcast only so that we can pitch him <laughs> going on survivor as soon as he's out of contract. If he likes The Bachelor, he probably likes Survivor, right? Like, yeah. Oh, he's yeah. got to be familiar. Yeah, I'm sure. Mm, put on the to-do <laughs> list. <laughs> we'll speak into the universe. So, yeah. Manifest. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, also, we salute ba- Damar, uh, the <laughs> ba- Batch Signal Pod, salutes you and thanks you for your service. Thank you for your service. <laughs> we need like taps or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, a season, a season two of the pod. We'll, season we'll, two. <laughs> we'll add these uh, sound effects. Um, okay, let's let's hit SLC again. Um, so, I let's spend some time on this. The yep. part two of this dinner party. Um, oh my god. Luncheon. Well, <laughs> not even a yeah. dinner. It was a okay, lunch. It's fucking weirder. Yeah. I need. To, I need to hear your unfiltered. Like, open. You open the top of your head and dump. <laughs> dump these thoughts. <laughs> okay, I know that I always sing Jen Shaw's praises, but she is a fucking master. Because you know that Mary probably made that comment about the Seven Eleven to her months ago, That's years good. ago. <laughs> Oh. And that she's been fucking sitting on that pearl as her trump card. Fucking genius. Oh, she like sensed herself maybe getting painted in the corner a little bit. Flips. Like none of those women at that table are going to fight with her. Right. Leaves. 
Yep. It was a master class. It was so good. I I was in awe of her. I really mm-hmm. like there was a moment where um when she gets up so when she leaves and then comes back first of all, she leaves. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then Heather chases her out. Heather chases her out. Classic Heather. <laughs> and, then, and then I thought Heather great move when Heather said comes in and says I am making Jen come back in. So Jen doesn't have to, Jen doesn't have to yeah. say, fine, I'm coming back in. It's yeah. Heather, like, makes the excuse for her. Uh, God, I love Heather. Heather was so great in this episode. He was um, really good. Yeah. And she, um, and then when Jen almost, so Jen gets, like, a pseudo-apology from Mary. Yeah. Um, when she said, when she says, like, oh, I was trying to open up to you or whatever. And Mary was like, well, I didn't, you know, that wasn't my intent. That is mm-hmm. that is as close to an apology as we're going to get from Mary. Yeah. And what's great about this is Jen never apologizes at all. Yeah. But she gets Mary to come <laughs> to like retract, oh, to ease off just a little bit at her own luncheon. And I yeah. thought this is good. Because I was like, in that moment, I thought, is Jen going to get Mary to apologize? And like, is she, if she would have managed that. It would have been like, this woman is a god. Like, yeah. like what, I think- what can she not do? Like, it, I think if Mary wasn't like actively experiencing psychosis, she would have apologized. <laughs> You're right. It was nothing right. about Jen's performance. It was that like Mary's literal physical perceptions are not grounded in reality. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was amazing. It, it, it was absolutely incredible. And that she got everyone on the table was on her side. Oh, God. It was so good. And like the follow up too so like when they do the parallel conversations with the husbands mm-hmm. i was like <laughs> i'm such a psycho but like emily is like hooked on this show right like <laughs> lo- it's the only reality show she loves um and i was like we got to rewatch this scene because it was masterful editing mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. show having mary and her husband like or sorry her grandpa like tell <laughs> like order the maid around and then have to like sit there and have that conversation about how much Jen sucks. Meanwhile, like Jen and her husband, who is like a star. Coach Shaw, Shaw is a star. I love Coach Shaw. Oh, oh he, he was so good. And like their conversation was so good. And like mm-hmm. the fact that they've made Jen, who, lest we forget, has a personal staff of at least four. <laughs> 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 Like, <laughs> come out of that situation is like I mean she does have the moral high ground but also again like sat on this information for potentially years yeah. before freaking out about it but that like the show edited her so well as like the winner of that and yes, like yes definitely oh that contrast of those scenes like in her cut was so good it was beautiful um I Perfect. also it really hit home that that Mary is experiencing psychosis uh, and that she like completely <laughs> doesn't it's like you know oftentimes in these fights it is at least you you can kind of see both sides a little bit like how totally. someone can like really this is like their interpretation of that and that that like and there's maybe some truth to it yeah. really yeah Mary but Mary going um oh well she's just she's just jealous is like so far fucking off. Like it is, that's not what it is at all. That has literally nothing to do with it. It's, it's like, she doesn't even, 
really, she doesn't really have a problem with you, Mary. That's the thing. She doesn't really have a problem with you at all, except that you suck, you know? (laughs) And so it's, I think it's lacks, it lacked a little bit of, or what's kind of funny about it is um, that nobody can really take her side at all because there's no substance to what she's saying at all. Totally. You know? Totally. Well, and like in that conversation with Heather where she is, um, like they kind of established that she thinks it's because Jen is jealous, which mm-hmm. is like so weird to insinuate that the richest person on the show is the one that's jealous <laughs> for the record. <laughs> like bad strat, but also like the, um, her like going into the story about how she didn't want to marry her grandfather. And she like thought it was weird was such a misfire and like showed how fucking bonkers and like out of touch she is. Mm, say more about that i mean okay right like (laughs) i think if you are in this situation (laughs) you need to pull like a lala and rand and just be like yeah i fucking did it and i do it again and Mm -hmm. like we're in love our Mm -hmm. sex is amazing i love our house fuck you Mm -hmm. yeah 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 yeah. can't touch you right Mm -hmm. but instead when you're like i didn't want to do this i also think it's weird it's just like scarier and like more <laughs> upsetting i was like that doesn't you know like all you're doing is what like acknowledging that people's instincts about the situation are like largely correct mm-hmm. yeah. you know instead that there are two growing adult grown adults who like assented to being married because of a will of someone else which is obviously also not what happened too but it's just <laughs> like that, that she thinks that's the most sympathetic version of it is like bonkers yeah and really drawing um when you when you think of her discussion with her granddaddy husband you know in which she when in which she has that energy like mm-hmm. what you're talking about like yeah like who cares like we're happy and we don't care and you know they're we're fabulous or they're just jealous or whatever yeah that's what she says that seems to be what she says to him but then to yeah. heather she's just like hints that this was all, like that she's been living this horrible like dark and sort of weirdly coerced life you know yeah. for I guess a couple decades and uh, so which is it Mary are we supposed to we're, oh that's what it is we're supposed to feel bad for you yeah um, but also like not question not like follow that to its logical conclusion yep okay Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> don't think i'm gonna be able to do that um i also oh then that moment in the conversation where i thought like she is she she has gotten she's not she's like she's like out insane herself yeah is when she is when she's trying to get sympathy from heather and she goes I know I don't know she's like I don't know what her problem is with me I don't know if it's because you know like because I'm like Louis Vuitton diva or something like that or or, uh oh no no she says um oh how does she say it how she says it is crazy it's she says something to the effect of you know I don't know if it's because she's if she thinks I'm just like this Louis Vuitton like diva or and you know what like maybe I am and I was like 
what? So you, so she's she in her imagination, she believes that being this Louis Vuitton diva thing or whatever is like a derogatory. It's like something. It's like something derogatory, or it's like she's somehow being like bullied here, you know? Yeah. And then, and then it's like, well, maybe I am this, you know this like stuck up rich dickhead cult leader you know maybe i am that you know i was like oh <laughs> i don't think i want to be like whoa, whoa 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 i don't think you know that that's not good like what you're saying is not yeah it's not the same mary <laughs> Yeah. And it like gets at this thing of like, I think on some level she does know she has to like own it, but she Mm -hmm. doesn't have like an actual perception of her situation from the outside because it's Mm -hmm. built on such a fucking house of lies that like she can't like unfuck herself Mm -hmm. and, Mm -hmm. you know, like even know what she has to double down on. As if Jen Shaw would think it was bad that someone had designer clothing. Like, what? Uh, yeah, it, that's, when, uh, that's when, like, doing Jen is, like, clearly just, like, you know, there's the, at, near the end of lunch, she's just like, okay, whatever. It's just, like, she can't even, it's like, whatever. Um, just, you know, it, it, that, that's, it's so clear that it's such a waste of time to deal with her. Totally. Totally. And, like, I hate, I'm like totally with Jenna that I hate Mary's fucking faces. Mm-hmm. Like, they drive me up a wall. Like, she yeah. thinks she's being so quirky when she, she like bugs her eyes out or like whatever. It's just Ugh. like so transparent. It's like, it's unsettling. And I, I hate the way that she fights. I mean, it's, me too. it's just, it's, I mean, I've seen psychopaths fight on this, sh- on this show many a time. <laughs> um, That's a point, yeah. You know, but the way that she does it is so. Um, the way she, that she I mean and she uses like the same basic moves that they all do but yeah. the way that she does it is so aggravating because yeah. she's like like she just comes across like a child you know totally. like if you're gonna fight just fight like a grown up you know like just come on like just commit to it don't you know you don't need to like make faces you don't need to it's just like impossible it's like look on a certain level we're just acting but you're like not doing it right you know yeah. like you're being unprofessional and it's yeah. really it's like it's, it's just exhausting and frustrating um, it is yeah did you notice that meredith i think for that part two of that luncheon i basically excused herself for most of it <laughs> <No>. <laughs> there are a few shots where she's just not in her chair um, and on one level i thought yeah like that's cool that she's like i'm not gonna sit here through this um but also on the other side of it i'm like this is you again avoiding conflict meredith on the show and i am not gonna let you slide by unnoticed here especially because like she has already interjected herself in the situation when she like went out with mary and stuff it's like yeah you kind of gotta you made your bed bitch you gotta lie in it yeah yeah she's not there to we we don't get to see her reacting to the fact that she's defending the psychopath and to see on her face that she realized she's defending someone who's insane yeah, uh, and it's just like, <laughs> well, whilst everyone else at the table is like collectively is like, well, we're gonna have to side with Jen here. <laughs> you know, that's that's gonna that's gonna be how this one goes. Um, we don't yeah. get that. We don't get that from Meredith, and we really needed it because in the absence, it now makes it look like she's playing again Switzerland when yeah. when the clear. <laughs> 
the, the, well, the victor of this war has already been decided. So there's no yep. reason to be doing this, you know? <laughs> well, and, like, my all-time fucking favorite moment, I think, of the whole episode was when Mary is like, I don't want to have this fight in front of Peter, like, one of the waiters. <laughs> and Jed's like, I know Gustav, bitch. Like, yeah. I don't want to, like, I, you're not the only one who knows the waiters' names. And it, like, when Mary says that, it, like, cuts to the waiters, and they're just, like, looking around, busy. Like, they're not. They don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. I love that moment. Um, <laughs> I have to say, my favorite moment was when uh, when Mary accuses Heather of having two faces, and Heather just says, I'm trying to manage this. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, like... Heather, you have so many faces. I think I've maybe only seen one of them. Or something where you're like, is she the Hydra? Like, fucking what? <laughs> we have <like> sense. <laughs> but I do think it was like, <laughs> I mean, I guess from like <laughs> a story perspective, it made sense that like Mary and Heather later went out to dinner. Mm. But I was like, Heather, why? Like, I thought, I thought it was. See, I think. Meredith should have been the one at dinner with Mary. Yep. Um, because she was already in the middle of it. Yeah. And I think Heather makes a mistake here going to dinner. <laughs> well, yeah. who, who knows if it'll come about, around to bite her? It should. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, when she said, I literally laughed out loud when she said, um, I am not here. Like I can, I can have a friendship with you and, and also with Jen. I laughed cause that's not true. Yeah. Um, I mean, remember, I was like, Heather, you were at, you were at the 20s party when Jen freaked out on, on yeah. Meredith for this, for this, for doing the same thing. Um, and then she, what did she else did she say? She was like, um, uh, she said, uh, it's not like being disloyal to Jen or something. And I was like, er, that's incorrect. No. Like, also, like, <laughs> even if it like objectively wasn't, there's no world in which Jen doesn't perceive it as deeply unloyal yeah so i um i get so i um, part of me loves like you know independent heather with her agency you know like doing kind of like being willing you know again kind of carrying water for the show um but other part of me is just like this this was a bad long-term move for you and um and I'm sorry, like, you know it is too. <laughs> like, you should have said make Meredith do it. I'm not doing that, you know? <laughs> yeah, there's just no, like, no, it's a big risk with, like, no payoff, right? right. Like, yeah. Because what, because you can't, what, you're going to be, because cl- usually it's like, this brings you closer to Mary, but it's yeah. not going to. It, or usually you're trying to, uh, I don't know, broker some sort of peace but again mary wasn't interested in that and yep. she, and heather abandoned like that's what heather was going to try and do but then when she realized that that wasn't going to happen she said okay no i'm just here to empathize with you it was just so funny i was just like heather i res- i respect your effort here yeah but this was this too was a misfire <laughs> i like really wish i could be like listening to all of her thoughts during that dinner though like because <laughs> i do think like heather has like I mean, of them, like, pretty good gamesmanship, like, a mm-hmm. decent head on her shoulders. But yeah. just to, like, hear what she's thinking sitting across a table from Mary. It's like, and then when she even tries to be like, oh, you weren't related, like, the grandfather thing isn't that big of a deal. Anyway, like, mm-hmm. anytime someone does that, I'm just like, 
that's like when Lisa said, uh, yeah, when Jen said those words, she can't even say grandfather. Because it, because it's not grandfather motherfucker, because that's not what she said. That's not what she said. Um, Lisa was like, yeah, I know that Mary is just thinking like, oh my God, that's what they all think. And that's not true at all. And I was like, it is what you all think though. That's what we're all thinking. And we know that. Don't even say that. Like, come on. Don't, you don't even, don't get out of here with that shit. We all yep. know that's what you all think. Yep. And it's literally true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's literally true. That's the thing where I'm like, there's no, like the crying and stuff. I'm like, Mary, it's not false. Like, they're not even calling you. Uh, you did fuck your grandpa. Yeah. Like, I don't know yeah. what you want, you yeah. know? Like, yeah, Jen, Jen you, she, even though she could, and it would still be correct, she's not even saying, like, oh, she's, like, a gross bitch for doing this. Like, totally. this is all gross. She's just saying, literally, she, <laughs> she fucked grandpa. her grandpa. <laughs> she doesn't, nothing else needs to be said. <laughs> And again, like the fact that after whatever, like 30 years, Mary is sensitive to that. It's like, you're in the wrong ballgame. You're yeah. hanging out with too many of your cult followers who just ignore it. Like, yeah. too many yes men. Too many, too many yes men. That's the other thing. Is I wonder, Mary, in her imagination, there was something in the episode that made me think that she was maybe trying to, I don't know, Mm-hmm. pull some sort of power move to mm-hmm. try and get Jen I don't know like more like alienated from the group I don't know there's mm-hmm. something I can't remember a specific specific but there's something that made me think that she saw herself in terms of the group kind of like at the top um mm-hmm. and again another and and was sort of felt like she could she the fact that she felt like she could say to Heather like no I don't need to have any relationship with Jen Again, getting more evidence that she's not living in reality. Yeah. The thing is, you do need to have a working relationship with nope. her if you want to be on this show. That's the reality. All of them do. All of them know that. So I was yep. sitting there, I was like, Yeah. Yeah, she's not long for this. She's not long for this reality TV world. Like, there's, no. this is untenable. You know, <laughs> she's the type of person who's, who would say to a producer, like, it's either me or Jen, and he'll just laugh in her face and say, Okay, bye. <laughs> Like, like, can you imagine, you know, like, thinking you have equal footing? And, like, to have gone to that party that Jen threw at her house and then to throw this just Cocoa Puffs luncheon. <laughs> this nonsensical, like, children's interpretation of what a fancy luncheon is. Beef feeders were opening people's car doors. <laughs> Fucking what? Like, it was just so weird. Like, I don't know. Um, she's like... 14 yeah she, she dresses like um like a disney star from the early aughts mm, there's a certain like high good. school musical level to like the pants under skirts <laughs> that i can't get past yeah Oof. <laughs> what Oof. did you think of uh meredith's performance this week um i i get as i said last week i want her more involved with the conflict with the ladies and i want yeah. less with her and reed um is that her husband's name i mean the fact that you could even come up with a male name that might be is, is amazing <laughs> to me because i was like that andrew hi <laughs> i was gonna say henry but i know that that's lisa's son <laughs> nice. um yeah i i don't i don't care about Lisa's family. Not, I don't care about Lisa's family. I also don't True. care about Meredith's family. 
um, because now it seems like, again, Meredith is doing a little too much of like, oh, I just want to have my cake and eat it too totally. on this right now. Like she just wants to be on the show and benefit from it um, mm-hmm. without having to get her hands a little bit dirty. Mm-hmm. And I hope, I hope that that doesn't last too long. Cause I don't, I don't really like that. Um, mm-hmm. And I especially don't like, I would be fine with this. If she had been, if she had had any fucking presence at that luncheon instead yep. of f- yep. fucking leaving. In like the literally. <laughs> yeah. There was yeah. a moment where her face actually looks like it's kind of um, blurry or out of focus as if she huh. actually said to producers, like, I don't want to be associated with that luncheon. Like, that's what it huh. seemed like. Huh. The second half yeah. of it. Um, I, if she had been, had been present there taking a stand uh, or in some sort of way, then I wouldn't maybe feel as irritated about like her son being featured in like so heavily in like this next episode. Totally. Um, Because again, then it just really seems like all she wants to do is reap all the benefits of the show. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel like she's adding anything that justifies that. Hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. She doesn't even seem to, she doesn't even, I believe that her husband maybe doesn't want to be separated or at least he's a better actor than she is. Yeah. Um, and, but that she is like definitely over it, you know? So yeah. even that, I was just like, okay, so there aren't even stakes to this. Mm-hmm. So what do you, Whitney has her fucking like oh, addict God. father on and is like, that's some family shit that we're getting that's yeah. like, seems to have stakes and weight and feels like, meaningful in some way um the way heather's family stuff goes too like yeah. like jen's I, I could go down the line not mary obviously um sure. not lisa well. either um but like you gotta you gotta give more you know like you you gotta give you gotta give a lot more i think um totally well like again we've talked about this but like leaning on brooks to do the dirty work of coming up with a reason for a fight with jen is bananas so yeah. stupid yeah cowardly it is I would so argue. cowardly he, exactly you know when he was like uh <laughs> it was funny when he was like um so how was that whatever lunch thing on whatever day that you did i was like oh, god right like this is your role because meredith can't doesn't have friends i guess can't do this like on her own yeah. and, and when meredith was like well she basically apologized and he was like well did she or not and she's like well basically well basically it was this and i was just like Meredith, so if you don't think it was an apology, if you don't accept it, then don't accept it. You don't know? just go like, well, I guess it was okay. And like, and have your kid be like, well, basically say like, well, it wasn't good enough. And you'd be like, oh, well, I guess not. It's like, well, what the what? Fuck? good enough yeah. or not? You know, like, and, and also, oh, this is, my other thing was like, you either accept yeah. her explanation for the way that she communicates and what she yep. means, or you don't. You, yep. Doing this Habsy thing, like this sort of thing, like, well, I get that, but like, that's not how I communicate, whatever. So you gotta say that to Jen, but you're not gonna say that to her. So nope. you're gonna be passive aggressive through your gay son. And yep. like, and I, and I like. Perhaps the most housewives move of all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I, I can't help, I get now like what they're both getting out of it. And mm-hmm. I just, I just actually don't find it particularly <laughs> like he's like her spouse her husband could have been doing that totally like just the way we have like mary's husband and we have coach saw mm-hmm. we have uh whatever even, 
Lisa's, Lisa's husband, husband. Yeah, yeah who like plays ball where nice. her husband's her husband's not even there you know yep. he's just like crying about being separated you know and so here her surrogate partner is is her son and I was just like this isn't great this is this is this isn't great um yeah. it's being played as like sort of like good and fun I guess but I'm just like this isn't I don't like this for Meredith they, like you you need to we need to get a real adult on this show I think yeah and even her separation stuff I'm just like you guys are so rich. Like, why does he have to be in Ohio for work? Like, <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> it's just like, come on, call the spade a spade, you know? You don't want to be together. Great. You both are miserable people, so that's actually fine. Like, yeah. <laughs> although I do love how, like, twice an episode, they're back at that same restaurant where <laughs> Meredith and her husband had that conversation. Like, they're just always at two different restaurants. <laughs> It's either the only restaurant of that kind of vibe in Salt Lake City, or the food's really good. The only it might have been the only one that would agree to let them film there. That's what I'm probably right. Yeah, yeah that's probably that. <laughs> A shit show. I am excited. Like I do think with Sundance coming up mm-hmm. to get some more Lisa. I think she plays mm-hmm. them all. Like I don't like her, but I'm excited to not like her. Yeah, I. Uh... Yeah, I think we could definitely get more out of her. I actually mm-hmm. don't mind her in group settings because she's, I think she tries, and I do think she does, partic- she does participate, even if it's yeah. in ways that aren't, you know, she could do better or someone else would do better. Mm-hmm. She does participate. And it's kind of funny the way that she kind of gets it a little bit wrong sometimes. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that, is, that is kind of funny. Um <laughs> You know, because she, but she will do stuff, certain yeah. stuff, even if she's really mad about having to do it. Uh, so, True. Yeah. I and I am excited for them to have an event to go to that none of the, well, I guess that Lisa's responsible too, but like just like another event thing. Yeah. Um, that can support totally. them interacting and they all have to fucking go to. Uh, I think that that will be good. That'll be really good for them. Totally. Yeah. I think it's, I'm looking forward to it, you know. Mm, yeah me too yeah and for Whitney too I feel like her family drama is so good Mm -hmm. but I think she's like underutilized in the like group conflict as well Mm -hmm. because she'll like stand her ground an impressive Mm -hmm. amount yeah yeah she does you know (laughs) yeah like the way she talked back to Mary I was like oh okay yeah right yeah okay Wendy (laughs) get in there (laughs) show them You little swinger. Like, we love you. <laughs> we know you swing. Oh, yeah. Just like, that's the other thing with her. I'm like, own oh, that. Like, that's cool. Yeah. There's, there's some potential. I love when her brother was like, you know, you should get in. I need to get you in here full time. Like, I've wrestled a lot of people and, you know, you've really, uh, you've really uh, got what it <laughs> takes. And she's like, thanks, brother. <laughs> oh, my God. That whole scene killed me. Like, I just like the concept of wrestling your adult sibling. Like, I feel like all I would be able to do was like focus on only touching them above their shoulders. Like, it's like, <laughs> I know. That's what I thought. No, yeah, there's like no non fucked up way to wrestle with your adult half sibling. Like, yeah. what? It's like way too much. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I, I would she like, like, took him down and then like got like straddled him and I was like no <laughs> that's, 
that's a no for me. Um, <laughs> you could have easily had somebody step in for you and, and wrestle her and you didn't have to do it yourself. Yeah. Or like, why can't he meet you for kickboxing class or like, <laughs> oh my God, yeah. <laughs> there's so many activities that aren't grappling your immediate family member to the ground, you know, like, yeah. Calling old fashioned. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we are from the Midwest. We are easily scandalized. <laughs> true. That's honestly true. Yeah, today I was alarmed that Dylan would go into a sensory deprivation tank without a full swimsuit. Yeah. So. <laughs> so that tells you all, all you need to know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, on that note, if you would like to wish Dylan a happy birthday or <laughs> weigh in on how much clothing you think is appropriate to wear in a sensory deprivation tank, you should DM us on Twitter at uh, Batch Signal and or email us at thebatchsignal at gmail.com. Also, be sure to rate us on iTunes, but only if it's five stars. Yes, only five stars, please. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next week for we'll hopefully some really good Sundance drama. Yeah. Oh, oh God. There's do you know there's a double there's a double batch next week. You just took the wind out of my sail. <laughs> sorry. Listeners I just witnessed Kate uh as if she were a balloon deflate <laughs> completely. <laughs> you know, we try and end this on an upbeat note and we've come crashing down. <laughs> just like how how is there still content? Like <laughs> they're just trying to execute these guys as quickly as possible. <laughs> oh it's gonna be so bad oh yeah and it's mental all next week too oh yeah i hate and apparently in read the preview that seems like claire doesn't show up at all which that's fine i'm fine i am fine if if i never see her again um so yeah next week uh well i guess well we got double the batch to get through um we'll we'll probably try and just condense it to like a, a str- I, mean, we, I know we say this that we're going to condense it but we're really going to try to con- limit ourselves on batch um because it's you know it's not great it's not- <laughs> much like the producers of this fucking show we cannot seem to keep our time down with it <laughs> <laughs> but we'll keep trying <laughs> well with that thanks for joining us and we'll see you next week yeah bye guys bye Yay! <laughs> that was good.